And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey everybody, welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a film called One Day. Mm-hmm. It stars Anne Hathaway and Jim Sturgis. They play Emma and Dexter. And we see them at the very beginning of the film, graduating from college in Edinburgh. They're both British. Of course, Jim Sturgis really is British. They kind of get together that evening. Well, they're having what we call a bacchanalian night of revelry. Absolutely. And they sort of end up together. Yes, they do. For that one night. And instead of following through, as most people would when they just graduate college and they're drunk, they decide it'd probably be better Uh if they just remained friends. Pals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of what happens in this movie because the graduation happened on July 15th. And every year for the next 20 years, they get together on almost every July 15th. Actually, I think what happens is that we drop in on them every July 15th. Yes. Sometimes they're together and sometimes they're not. This is not Same Time Next Year, written by Bernard Slade, where the couple sit down and schedule a meeting every year. Right. That's a different premise. This is arbitrary. It just happens that every July 15th we see what's going on going on in their lives. Right. Same concept, but a different approach. And what happens, of course, as the years go by is they're obviously not the same people they were that graduated college at the beginning of the film. They change, Mm -hmm. sometimes not in in a particularly good way. I wound up not liking the Dexter character, the Jim Sturgis character very much. Well, I don't think you were supposed to. You know, I think what's interesting is that when we first meet them, Emma is working class. She's dowdy, but she's smart as a whip. And Dexter is upper class, good looking, and smart as a, well, he's about as smart as a lasso. I mean, he's not quite on her level intellectually. Right. She gets involved in a whole bunch of dead-end jobs because she lacks confidence about herself. He, who has a lot of bravado, ends up as a television host of a very inane, nonsensical, and thoroughly embarrassing television show. But he becomes somewhat of a famous guy as he portrays a phony cockney kind of MC. Right. As a matter of fact, at one point, he is voted the most annoying guy in television. (laughs) Right. Meantime, as I say, we peek in on their lives, almost like a reality show in a way, and we see how they're making choices in their lives and how they're transforming themselves, but not necessarily together. This is quite a bit different approach, I think, to a relationship picture. It's a movie about career moves ups and downs. It's about taking on lovers and boyfriends and wives. It's about making terrible decisions that every human being is capable of making. It's about two very human being people, two very human, ordinary people in a way, less. That's very true. Exploring their place in life. What does the world need them for is what they keep saying to me. Who am I? Where is my place? And I think that that's the through line of this picture. And I thought it was a thoughtful and brilliant portrayal of ordinary human beings and what the real people go through, not quirky, off 
offbeat, crazy, wacko types. There is one moment in this film that I love, and I will remember it for a long time, when they do get together on July 15th, somewhere halfway along the way in this film, and she hugs him in the street to say goodbye, and she says, I love you so much, but I just don't like you anymore. That is a very touching moment to me. However, Anne, Mm -hmm. I didn't quite get this picture. I got very, very twitchy. I got very, very bored through most of it. I didn't believe that there was any chemistry between the two actors, which is, I think, unfortunate. I am a great admirer of Anne Hathaway's work. I didn't think she was particularly wonderful in this film. I thought, you know, she's good. She's always good in anything she does. But if you look back at some of her other roles, especially in Rachel Getting Married, I don't think this film quite comes up to what she's done before. I'm going to say, too, that I think one day is truly a woman's movie. Yes, it is. There's no question about that, even though several men that I know who have seen the movie liked it quite a bit more than you did. However, this is not a funny rom-com by any stretch. It's Mm-mm. not a romp. Oh, no. This is a film that takes some chewing You can't just run in there and expect to be thoroughly entertained. This is a movie where you really want to get to know these characters, and you can identify with them. At least I could identify with both Dexter and with Emma. It's about having dreams less to me. It was about the roads that we take to achieve whatever it is that we're supposed to be in life. She becomes a very classy writer, and as I said, he ends up being a coked-out alcoholic who eventually becomes a 30-something guy who finally has something he can be proud of. What is brilliant about the movie for me is that Anne Hathaway as Emma completes Dexter, who is imperfect. He needed her deeply. Well, I think that's very true. And I think that I am in a part of my life now where I think that the woman that I have been with for some time has made me a much better person. I wasn't that bad to begin with, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I do. I understand that. And I think that Anne Hathaway has the kind of magical charisma that we get to see in every movie that she makes. And just like in real life, I think Anne Hathaway enhances every co-star. I look back on her performance at the Oscars where she co-hosts with James Franco. She enhanced James Franco all over the place. Oh, very much so. And in this picture, you understand that she loved the imperfect Dexter for all of his imperfections and so on. And still and all, she found the goodness in him. I think this is one of the most beautiful pictures about real people. It's the kind of film that people complain that Hollywood just doesn't make them like that anymore. And here you have a movie about really wonderful, authentic people that I think should be seen by people in every age group. I think it's a great film for teenagers to see. I really think that should be shown in English classes because I think it's important for young people to see that when they go through life, they're going to make some terrible decisions or they'll make the wrong decision, but life has a way of maybe leveling everything out. Well, I think that's very, very true. But what happened to me with this film, Anne, is that for one reason or another... It just didn't appeal to you. It didn't appeal to me. I was not involved with either character. There are interesting actors in the film, too. Ken Stott. Yes. And I was not familiar with his work. He plays 
plays Stephen, who wants to be a comedian yes, and right. is the least funny person I've ever seen in my life. And, and he's he supposed to be. ends up with Emma for much of the movie. Yes, yes. They live together. They have a long-term relationship. And she never thought he was funny either. Right. I think <laughs> the line in the movie is the only time she ever laughed was when he fell down the stairs. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I just thought there was something so appealing about seeing a film that had this kind of real feeling about it instead of some made-up, wacko characters. I really appreciated the fact that this wasn't silly and it wasn't frothy. Well, you know, and it I've, wasn't inane. I can remember films like this where there were real people that were made back in the 40s and 50s and 60s even that I really enjoyed a lot. And they didn't particularly have to have a plot line. Boy gets girl, boy loses. Well, these girl, are character studies. Girl. Exactly. But for me, this didn't particularly work. Patricia Clarkson is in it as she seems to be in every other movie. She was I've seen. wonderful in this picture. She's very good. Very, very effective. She plays Dexter's mother. And she also had a British accent like Anne Hathaway. And I didn't really believe either of those accents, but that's okay. So for me, this is not as wonderful as I wanted it to be. It wasn't as romantic as I wanted it to be. Oh, and I thought it was all of those things. Oh, I know. When we talked on the phone, you were crying. You were so moved. I was crying deeply throughout the movie. It was written and adapted by the author for the screen by David Nichols from his bestseller. And it was directed by Lone Scherfig, who also gave us the movie An Education. Which I loved a lot. We loved that one a lot. For me, One Day is a movie that I will want to replay day after day. Green light for me all the way for one day. I'm not going to give it a green light, Anne. Okay. I'm not going to watch it day after day. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. I don't think it's in any way, shape, or form a bad film. It's just a film that, for me, never caught fire. And so I'm giving it a yellow light. Okay. You heartless beast. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm in a bad mood this morning. Uh. I woke up with a hangnail. What are you going to do? So, a green light and a yellow light for one day. We'll come back and review another film very, very shortly. We certainly hope you will be back here with us. Until then, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And I hope whether it's July 15th or any other day, you're going to have a great time as we do at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death Ready. of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.